0: Hello, and you're very welcome to another edition of The Others, the Alan Kinsella podcast, where I look at small parties, groups and independents that have contested Irish elections over the years. This week, it's the turn of the National Legal Justice Action Group, which contested the 1987 and 1989 general elections. The group was set up in response to basically an inaction on the part of the Law Society, the government and so on to deal with rogue or negligent or shoddy solicitors or barristers and so on. And it was calling for various reforms of the legal profession, as well as those reforms. It um, was supported by the families of Father Niall Malloy and the family of Patrick Nugent. Thanks to everybody who subscribed to the podcast. If you haven't, please do and tell your friends about it. Thanks too to everybody who's subscribed to the Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash election Thank you for your support. If you want to contact me on Election Lit on Twitter, Irish Political Ephemera on Facebook, irishelectionliterature.com is the website, and Literature at gmail.com. Seems to, things, seems to have restrictions have gone a bit, so if I can fit you in, I'd love to do some ex- exhibitions, you know. Um, but anyway, if, you, if you'd like an exhibition, I can see what I can do. Thank you. On the 4th of May, 1986, the first public meeting of the National Legal Justice Action Group took place in Thurles. Group to fight legal wrongs, a new national body for aggrieved solicitors' clients, the Legal Justice Action Group, will be set up at a public meeting in Archbar, Thurles on May the 4th at 4 p.m. This was decided at a meeting of the nina based Solicitors Clients Action Group, whose secretary, Mr. Donald Keeley, said he would especially request people with genuine grievances to attend the meeting, which will decide on future strategy. Such strategy, he said, could include the picketing of some solicitors' offices around the country. The new committee will also act, he said, as a national advisory body for people who have complaints against solicitors. Mr. Keeley said that injustice is taking Irish society down the same road as it has been experienced by people in Northern Ireland, due mainly to the failure of politicians to act against the grave injustices of the past. Mr. Keeley added that for clients to get justice, it can sometimes be a very frustrating and traumatic experience. So we get a report of that meeting. A call for the setting up, of an independent body comprising two legal people and eight non-legal persons to investigate complaints against solicitors, barristers and senior counsel, was made at a public meeting attended by some 150 aggrieved solicitors' clients in Thurless yesterday. The purpose of the meeting is to elect the first national executive of the Legal Justice Action Group formed yesterday. The meeting was convened by the Nina based Solicitors Clients Action Group. Mr Donald Keeley, Nina Joint Secretary of the New Legal Group, said that people were very angry at the meeting which passed over 20 resolutions calling for reforms. The new national body believes that solicitors, barristers and senior counsels found guilty of misconduct and negligence should be tried in courts, in the court's jurisdiction of their professional address. The new national executive comprises president TJ Ryan. Lockmore Thurlis. Chairman Michael Mountcam Cork. Joint Secretaries Donald Keeley, Nina and Patricia O'Regan, Knock Long. Treasurer Tim Healy, Thay County Limerick. So 150 people is quite a lot at a meeting on a Sunday afternoon. There was obviously a lot of people out there with uh, issues with the legal system. The group were calling for a meeting with um, Justice Minister, then Justice Minister Alan Jukes, Rogue Solicitors Jukes. rapped. Justice Minister Alan Jukes was severely criticised last night for allegedly failing to act on complaints about abuses by solicitors. The National Legal Justice Action Group accused him of a gross snub in just acknowledging their complaints. Joint Secretary of the 200 member body, Donald Keely said that complaints against abuse by solicitors had come from many people, including priests and nuns. The complaints alleged negligence, overcharging, embezzlement and holding up money unnecessarily. We also had complaints of forgery, he added. Said Mr Keeley, we are furious the minister has completely ignored us in our demands for justice and action. The organisation had picketed the offices of solicitors, the Law Society and the Four Courts. They aimed to step up their campaign, and if the minister continued to ignore them, they would carry their fight to him. They would also hold a mass rally in Dublin, unless they got satisfaction. Then in um, August 1986, a group seeking legal reform is threatening to put up five candidates in the next election. The National Legal Justice Action Group will hold a public meeting in Thurlis today where the issue will be discussed and where members of the group will be, will be asked to go forward. According to the action group's Joint Secretary Donald Keely, we already have a number of people in mind. A woman from the Dublin area has already indicated she is prepared to be a candidate and her campaign will be based on seeking justice for aggrieved clients of solicitors. The proposal for today's meeting in the Arch Bar, earmarks counties Kerry, Tipperary, Cork, Wexford and Dublin as areas where the candidates are likely to stand. Most of our elected politicians are turning a blind eye to the demands for reform in the legal area, Mr. Keeley says. Now we will see if we can get justice through Doyle, Aaron itself with our representatives there. Today's meeting will also finalise plans for a national protest rally in Dublin's O'Connell Street and a picket on Leinster House on the day the Doyle reassembles at the end of October. At least two coach loads of Irish people now living in England who claim to be the victims of rogue solicitors here are expected to attend. In the meantime, the action group is to step up its campaign of picketing the offices of offending solicitors. And at that meeting, the group voted unanimously um, to put forward candidates in the next general election in september malloy case an election issue the mystery of the death of father Niall malloy may be an issue in the general election the controversy could be linked with other perceived cases of injustice in an election campaign being mounted by the national legal justice action group the group which is based in tipperary has focused its attacks so far on rogue solicitors but the next stage of its campaign involves a demonstration at the four courts and at leinster house on october the 22nd the day the Doyle is scheduled to reassemble after the summer autumn break. Next Friday, at a meeting in Limerick, plans to run candidates in the next general election will be formulated. The group already has two candidates lined up. Patrick Ryan, a building contractor from Dundrum, who's expected to stand in South Tipperary. and emigrant, Charles Long, now living in Sheffield in England, who has indicated his intention of contesting one of the Donegal constituencies. In the past week, however, the group's Joint Secretary, Donald Keeley, has written to Joseph Nugent from Sixrile Bridge County Clare, father of Bunrati banqueting manager Patrick Nugent, who died following an incident in Bunrati Folk Park in 1984. Mr. Nugent has already indicated his intention of contesting the general election because he is not satisfied that justice has been done in the case. And now Mr. Keeley wants Mr. Nugent to bring his campaign under the group's umbrella. Mr. Keeley has also been in touch with the relatives of Father Malloy, who have shown an interest in becoming involved, although discussions are at a preliminary stage, and we get further um, details on that. Malloy-Nugent relatives link up. The relatives of the late Father Niall Malloy and Patrick Nugent of Six Mile Bridge, County Clare, both of whom died under mysterious circumstances, have joined forces in a bid for justice. Mr Joseph Nugent, Father Patrick Nugent, who died following a party in Bunratty, has decided to stand as a candidate in the next general election. He will fight the election under the umbrella of the National Legal Justice Action Group, a new body set up to seek legal reform. Mr Nugent and relatives of the late father Niall Malloy attended a meeting in Limerick yesterday of the Action Group when it was announced that other candidates would include Mr Patrick Ryan, Dundrum South Tipperary. Members of the Nugent and Malloy families and the National Executive of the Action Group will meet in Roscommon in a fortnight's time when it will be known whether or not a relative of Father Malloy's, and Mr. Donald Keeley, Nina, joint secretary of the action group, will also be candidates. We were impressed and saddened by what we heard from the two families, said Mr. Kiley. Members of the Malloy and Nugent families will join with the action group at a protest meeting in Dublin in October, in October when Doyle Aaron is expected to be picketed by the action group. The legal profession and the issues with it were the subject of a number of pieces in the papers and television and stuff over that period. I'm just going to, this particular example, um, I think it's on the Independent by Liam Collins, has, I'm just going to quote from it, bits of it, has the National Legal Justice Action Group. Um, are mentioned and give examples of some of the issues. If the law is an ass and the rotting corpse of one at that, then solicitors and barristers are the legal vultures picking its bones clean. Behind their imposing facades like corruption, embezzlement, inefficiency, negligence, and most of all, greed. But probably their most heinous crime of all is that the profession refuses to acknowledge the cancers that have contaminated almost every branch of this once respected institution. People cry out for justice, but it is not there. Instead, they are faced with the monolith of the legal profession grinding them down. Its appalling chronicle of crimes against ordinary people has now reached the point where we are living in a state of gutter law. The vast, complex and outmoded monster swallows up anybody who tries to breach its money-plated scales of privilege. They use threats, ridicule and underhand methods to run a society more secretive than the Masons and more powerful than any political party. The politicians of all parties are in the pockets of the legal profession, admits Bernard Allen, a corp TD, who has challenged the lawyers and ignored their threats. They've put justice beyond the ordinary man in the street, says another TD, who is seeking to reform the legal system of an Ireland gay Mitchell. Neither have so far succeeded in doing very much, but their efforts have been met with the derision that indicates their arrows are making some small impact. Currently, the Minister for Justice, Mr Alan Dukes, is preparing legislation that will delay involvement in complaints against lawyers, and the Minister for the Environment, Mr John Boland, has promised to move against the restrictive uh, practices of solicitors and building societies. But if politicians can do little against the might of the legal profession, a number of representative groups in both Britain and Ireland are attempting to have a go. In Nina, County Tipperary, there is the National Legal Justice Action Group, who deal with complaints of negligence, overcharging, forgery and embezzlement. They say they will run candidates at the next general election to highlight the plight of victims of the legal system. In England there is the association opposed to misconduct in the legal profession. By that they mean the Irish legal profession. They say they have 200 members of the Irish community who claim to have been mistreated through incompetence, deliberate negligence and malpractice. Money overrules Justice in Ireland today, says Donald Keeley, leader of the Nina Group. And all over the country there are those who have suffered. One couple carried on the fight for 13 years before being vindicated, but the vast majority have neither the resources nor the will to carry on. They give up, exhausted in spirit, with nothing left, but a festering bitterness towards Irish justice and its practitioners. It is a vicious circle that turns sane, normal people into cranks. The most famous example is Tim O'Toole, a solicitor in Tullamore County Offaly, who was known and loved on the race courses and in the champagne bars of the country. Unfortunately, he was paying for his high life of gambling by stealing from his clients. Luckily for him, he died just a week before the Incorporated Law Society began a major investigation into his affairs. Because of the secrecy surrounding lawyers and their affairs, no exact figure has been put on, much, on how much he took, but it ranges from £750,000 to £2 million. Other fun-loving solicitors were helicoptered to remote race meetings, bouncing checks and departing suddenly for far-off places. Some have been struck off the register, but again, because of the veil of secrecy that surrounds the profession and its disciplinary methods, no public record exists. It's only known in the inner circle of legal eagles. But an indication of how bad things can be be gauged by the two million that the Incorporated Law Society paid out from its special compensation fund in 1984. Each solicitor pays a yearly premium to keep the fund topped up for times of need. But the fact that totally corrupt solicitors are no great problem to their clients. They are not all that common, and when they are discovered And the facts establish the victims get paid fully from the compensation fund. When a house sale or any transaction gets fouled up due to inefficiency or negligence that a client is in real trouble, there are no safeguards and the incorporated law society can and does wash its hands completely. Anybody who feels wrongs must take their case through the courts and it is a nightmare many would rather forget firstly they find it difficult to get another solicitor to take a negligence case against a colleague the incorporated law society now has a panel of solicitors willing to do this but what is good in theory rarely works in practice after a short time most people give up and cut their losses one couple who would not were joe joseph and marjorie roach who pursued their claiming against the cork firm of william j shannon and co for 13 years until the supreme court overturned a High Court decision and came down in their favour. Joseph Roach said this week that when he contacted a local TD, now a government minister, looking for support in the case, he was told, right to Gay Byrne." the actual compensation he will receive for a House deal that turned sour has yet to be decided by the High Court. But people who followed the case realised that the Roaches were a remarkable couple who put everything in their line in their fight for justice against the legal profession. Any ordinary guy would have thrown his hands up in the air in despair and given up says someone who was following the affair he was not a normal guy and is still suffering sitting over the vast paperwork on the case joe roach is thinking of writing a book about his 13 year brush with the law his victory against the legal profession was followed by a number of others it seems individuals are now more willing to challenge the legal profession in open court but it is only the most determined to come out on top Donald Keeley and his National Legal Justice Action Group said they get a lot of small cases of overcharging and negligence in wills. Although solicitors are meant to keep a client's account, many hold on to the money for long periods and hand it over without any interest payments. The organisation have picketed a number of solicitors' offices in a campaign to highlight this malpractice. Initially, for two years, the Law Society denied that there was any problem at all, said Bernard Allen. But as the campaign grew, it had to accept in the end that it was a real problem. It denied it in public, but admitted it in its own bulletin. He now believes that negligence in the profession that is very lucrative should be seen as misbehaviour. Instead of having to go through court client, client versus solicitor cases, should be dealt with by an arbitrator. From his his investigations into numerous cases, the Cork TD is convinced that most solicitors problems arise from mismanagement at office level. Greedy solicitors and barristers take on more work that they can handle and the result that the client suffers. They use the court system as a vehicle to protect themselves and they're fairly well protected. The president of the Incorporated Law Society, Mr. Anthony Collins agreed with the view earlier this year. He said solicitors frequently promised that a job would be done in a certain period even though it would be extremely difficult or impossible to meet that deadline. Money-hungry solicitors are also too mean to pay good wages for top staff. A Department of Labour investigation revealed that solicitors topped the list of employers who would not pay basic minimum wages to their employees. And it goes on and goes on and then ends with but the motto of the kings Inns, the organization with the responsibility for turning out barristers remains the same it is written we do not wish to change and it is a motto they seem intent on sticking to so that just gives details of a few cases and a few details about the legal profession but there was a lot of um, a lot of concern and outrage over various cases as well about the the way the legal profession was carrying on. The march took place on the 22nd of October, 1986, and there's a report of it. Um, A new arbitration board to investigate claims of negligence against solicitors is to be established by the Minister of Justice, Mr Dukes. It was revealed yesterday. Speaking to representatives of the National Legal Justice Action Group, Mr Bernard Allen TD of Fine Gael said there had been abuses of people by the legal system and a breath of fresh air was necessary in the Incorporated Law Society. He added he had met the Minister for Justice two weeks ago and he had received an assurance from him that the Solicitors Amendment Act would undergo a major change within the next two Doyle sessions. This would include the involvement of lay people on the board to investigate allegations of misconduct by solicitors against their clients. There are major problems involved in setting up this body, but it must be done. The minister has given me a definite commitment that by March 1987 there will be changes. All of us have been victims of the system in different ways, and the controlling body does not seem to have the will to change it, he claimed. The National Legal Justice Action Group announced they intend to put up candidates around the country in the next general election in their campaign for legal reform. After marching on the four courts, the GPO and Leinster House, a spokesperson for the group said the candidates would include Joseph Nugent, father of Patrick Nugent, who was killed two years ago in Bunratty, County Clare, Mrs Barbara Highland, County Wicklow, Mr Charles Long, a Sheffield-based Johnny Gallman, and Mr. Pat Ryan from Dundrum County Tipperary. It is understood that a brother of the late father Niall Malloy may also stand as a candidate for the group, which is demanding the abolition of the Incorporated Law Society and the establishment of advice centres around the country. Mr. Joseph Nugent said he would not stand in the next general election if he was promised a public sworn inquiry into the controversial circumstances of his son's death in February 1984. He alleged that there was a guard cover up to protect people or persons involved in his son's death. Mr. Nugent said the keys of the castle close to Bunratty were on Patrick keyring on the night he died and that the prem- this premises was burgled after his son's death. Several thousand pounds worth of antiques were stolen, he said. The election was to play- take place on the 17th of February 1987. The general election campaign of the National Legal Justice Action Group got officially underway yesterday when the group's candidates in the election were announced in Nina. Mr. Donald Keeley, National Secretary of the group, whose campaign slogan is Justice for All, will stand in North Tipperary. And other candidates are Patrick Ryan, Dundrum, Thurles, South Tipperary, Barbara Highland, Bray, County Wicklow, Charles Long, Donegal, Martin Nugent, brother of the late Patrick Nugent, who died, at Bunrati Folk Park. A sixth candidate is to be announced at the weekend. The candidates will seek the setting up of an independent body to deal with complaints against solicitors, a public sworn inquiry for the Nugent family, a retrial in the Father Niall Malloy case, and a 50% increase in social welfare. Mr Keeley is appealing to people who would like to contest the election under their umbrella to contact him immediately. The Legal Justice Action Group was set up in some 18 months ago and claims to have membership of over 100 members around the country. And here's a piece from Tipperary. Legal Action Group chases seats. The recently formed National Legal Justice Action Group will have two candidates in the general election in County Tipperary as part of its campaign to highlight problems experienced by people dealing with the legal profession and its progress will be viewed with interests. Thurlisman Donald Keely now domiciled in Nina and one of the main movers behind the organisation will contest the election in North Tipperary, while in South Tipperary the group's representative will be Dundrum farmer Patrick Ryan. Donald Keely says that he is standing in North Tipperary to highlight the demands for justice and that his group is participating because of the failure of politicians to do so in the past. We want justice for Irish people in the 32 counties. An independent body to be set up to deal with complaints against solicitors. Advice centres around the country. State cards to be abolished. Pensions for workers, working TDs and ministers to be abolished. Irish troops taken out of the Lebanon. 50% increase for some sections of social welfare recipients. Implementation of tax cuts. A retrial for the Father Niall Malloy case a public sworn inquiry into the Patrick Nugent case. The group's slogan for the campaign is justice for all. And it is the group's ambition that by standing for the election, they will draw attention to their objectives. So you get your, the the group's policies there. So in the end, the party, um, National Legal Justice Action Group um, had candidates. Bridget McKoskey was running in Clare, Barbara Highland, was running in Dublin Central, Dublin North, Dublin North Central, Dublin North East, Dublin North West, Dublin South, Dublin South Central, Dublin South East, uh, Dublin South West, Dublin West, Dunleary, and uh, Wicklow and Louth. Martin Nugent was running in Limerick East and we had the two candidates also in Tipperary, Donald Keeley in Tipperary North and Patrick Ryan in Tipperary South. Naturally, Barbara Highland got a lot of attention for running in so many constituencies. Housewife Barbara and ticket for 13 seats. Many people are becoming disillusioned with traditional party politics, if the list of nominations for this general election are anything to go by. In spite of the £100 deposit, almost 100 candidates have put their name forwards to run for such diverse courses as for Bible readings in the Doyle the Tax Reform League and the People's Party of Ireland. However, Bray housewife, Mrs. Barbara Hyland, who was running on the National Legal Justice Action Group ticket, has nominated herself to contest 13 constituencies, mainly in the Dublin area. Mrs. Hyland, who has justice for all added to her name by deed poll, will also be standing in Louth and Wicklow. There's a piece with the South Tipperary candidate, Patrick Ryan, The National Legal Justice Action Group will be fighting the general election in several constituencies including North and South Tipperary. The group was formed in May 1986 and is representative of people who have had unresolved grievances about the service provided by the legal profession. In running candidates in the election, the group hopes to attract support and publicity for the plight of customers of the legal profession who claim they have been victims of rogue or incompetent solicitors or barristers. They also hope to attract members and pressurise political parties into reviewing what they perceive as the absence of any independent body to investigate complaints against lawyers. The group's candidate in South Tipperary is Patrick Ryan of Green Park, Dundrum. Ryan was born in Clonilty and worked on the land before emigrating to England in 1947. There he worked in the construction industry, mostly as a supervisor before coming back to live in Tipperary in the late 70s. He said he attempted to set up a business in Dundrum and everything went remarkably well at first until he failed to get paid for a contract. Legal proceedings which followed fail due to claims to a succession of mistakes on the part of his legal advisers. His case has been going on since 1978 and remains unresolved. And now the 59 year old father of eight is standing to, for the dog to publicise what he finds to be a common occurrence, the loss of earnings, houses, farms and money due to faulty practices on the part of lawyers. The main objective of the National Legal Action Justice Action Group is the establishment of an independent authority or ombudsman to investigate grievances of legal clients. At present, the only redress a disgruntled legal client has is through compl- complaint to the Incorporated Law Society itself. A representative body of the solicitor's professions. In other words, solicitors can only be investigated for misconduct or incompetence by other solicitors. Ryan and his colleagues said this is not good enough. We have never suggested at any time that we want to interfere with judges or the courts. We simply want complaints investigated by an independent commission with lay participation rather than the present system of having the legal profession investigating the legal profession. A legal Ombudsman man should be appointed to initiate proceedings where they are called for, and the judges and courts would take over from there. We have all heard complaints about solicitors allegedly having a client's bank account into which they temporarily lodge clients' money, which they then, which they may have to hold and trust for them, and enjoy the interest on in what could be quite a heavy deposit block book balance. Ryan cites this and other complaints. We have cases where documents were forged and where wills have been delayed. The breakdown between incompetence and dishonesty is about 50-50, he says. The Incorporated Law Society gets 1,200 complaints a year about the legal profession it represents, he he claims. We accept that 95% of solicitors are good, but the 5% of bad ones can do a lot of damage. Part of the problem is that we cannot get a solicitor to take up proceedings against another solicitor we're not looking for anything free we will pay our way and if we lose a case we will shake hands with the solicitor involved the law society claims that they have a list of solicitors who are willing to represent clients of the legal profession in cases brought against colleagues but ryan says that the legal justice action group asked for that list and we refused it on the ground that different lawyers have different specialities the dissatisfied clients would first have to initiate proceedings against the solicitors with whom they have a quarrel, then the society and then the society would nominate a lawyer to fight their case. Ryan claims that the group has five hundred members all over the country from all walks of life. Most of them are people who feel they've been hard done by, by in dealings with the legal profession, and he says there are many others who are too embarrassed or afraid to come out and publicise injustices visited on them as a result of shady or negligent work by their solicitors. He hopes that this campaign will encourage them to come out of the woodwork and join the group. The group say they have approached politicians of all parties and have found a marked reluctance on their part to take on board the cause of its members. Politicians have been hopeless, says Ryan. We wrote to 148 and got 12 replies. None of them want to offend the legal profession. The only one who's come down on our side is the Cork Fiendig TD Bernard Allen. I believe he himself has got several hundred complaints since he came out in favour of changing the system. I don't see why other politicians haven't helped, because they wouldn't be offending anyone if they came out against a wrongdoer. Apart from an independent investigative body for legal complaints, Ryan's group calls for citizen advice Bureau, the abolition of state cars, the abolition of pensions for working TDs, the recall of troops for the Lebanon, and the suspension of extradition pending the giving of some semblance of justice to the Maguires. Guilford and the Birmingham Six. They want a public sworn inquiry into the Patrick Nugent case as well as retrial of the Malloy case. They want equality in payments to widows and widowers. Ryan says there is a difference at the moment. They also want the section 31 ban on the broadcast priority of reports or statements from certain organisations to be lifted. Ryan wants the pension age reduced to 60 since we have the youngest generation in Europe, surely we should lower the pension age to 60. This would create more jobs than any policy put forward so far. He said land tax should be lower, but should be collected speedily. We want the law enforced to collect tax from the self-employed and farmers. The land tax could be reduced to 6 or £8 pounds an acre instead of £10 pounds at present, but it should be collected. He also advocates a levy on petrol to cover motor insurance, which he said works very well in New Zealand. The idea is that all motorists would be caught for insurance since they would have to pay it every time they bought petrol instead of the present situation, where a large proportion of motorists are reportedly uninsured. He feels strongly about the provision in many jobs advertisements whereby people over 45 are excluded from applying. Surely someone who is 45 can be expected to wait 20 years for the old age pension just because they happen to be out of work at that age. Many men of that age are married and supporting a family, and they are on the scrap heap. Ryan says the parties should come together for a five year period and form a national government. Charlie Hawi says we want a strong government, but Denmark should be our our example. They had inflation of 21% four years ago, are now the richest country in Europe, and they have a minority coalition government. If they are also interested in Ireland, why don't they get together and work out something for the people of Ireland for five years? There's nothing positive he put forward, put forward by any party. He himself is a former Labour Party activist and was indeed mooted as a possible candidate for the party in the last local elections in the Cashel area. But he was personally loyal to Deputy Sean Tracy, whom he admired and who had invited him to join Labour in the first place. When Tracy left the party just before the 1983 local elections, Ryan felt that he had to opt out through personal loyalty. It wasn't that I necessarily necessarily agreed with everything he said, explained, he explains, but I had supported him wholeheartedly because he is such a good man. Though he has been involved for a few years with Labour, he says he would differ from them to some extent and that he is a firm believer in people having their own businesses. So you get a bigger idea of the of party views and so on there. In that 1987 general election, the National Legal Justice Action Group didn't quite have the impact that they had hoped um, when the results came in. Patrick Ryan polled 72 votes in Tipperary South. Donald Keeley polled 131 votes in Tipperary North. In Limerick East, Martin Nugent polled 353 votes. And in Clare, Budjik Mikowski polled 644 votes, the highest number of all the candidates. Although, to be fair, some of that may have been um, a Republican, um, a Republican vote as well. And Barbara Highland, who stood in all the Dublin constituencies as well as Louth and Wicklow. Um, her top vote was 217 in her native Wicklow and uh, her lowest vote was 33 in Dublin Northwest, and everything else was in between. So it wasn't a huge success electorally. However, the group kept on. And later on in 1987, walk to highlight group's demands. Two Tipperary members of the National Legal Justice Action Group will set out from Cashel tomorrow on a four-day walk to Dublin to highlight the demands of the group, which include... The appointment of an ombudsman to deal with the complaints against solicitors. They are Mr Pat Ryan and Mr Peter Hoorigan, both of Dundrum Thurlis, who will be given a send-off by some 100 well-wishers including trade unionists and a lone piper. Mr Ryan said they would also seek the setting up of a commission which would include laity people to investigate complaints. They will arrive at Houston Station at 1pm on Saturday and they plan to walk to the Four Courts and to O'Connell Street where they will be met by action group members from all over their country. There are plans to stage a two-day vigil outside the office of the Minister for Justice. Mr Ryan said that the justice group had received hundreds of inquiries from all over Ireland since it was set up in Thurless two years ago. He hoped other people would join in their protest. The Nugent case, members of the National Campaign for Justice Committee and the National Legal Justice Action Group yesterday appealed to the Minister for Justice, Mr. Collins, to set up a public inquiry into the circumstances surrounding the death of Patrick Nugent, who died in February 1984 at Bunratty Castle. The following statement, signed by Joseph Nugent, father of deceased, was issued later. The campaign has now entered a new phase and we will be shortly getting it raised in the European Parliament because of the failure of our Irish politicians to bring this sad case to a satisfactory conclusion. In the 1989 general election, Barbara Highland ran for the group in Kerry South and Wicklow. Vote justice for all. Vote number one, Barbara Highland. Let Wicklow lead the way to justice and equality for all. Give Barbara Highland your number one vote. Our constitution recognises that all power of government comes from the people, so the elected government must respond if enough people vote number one for a single issue. Barbara Highland is a single issue candidate. Barbara Highland wants justice and equality for all. How many people have suffered at the hands of the legal profession? The Law of Society is the only avenue of complaint, yet it is funded by the legal profession. Justice is not served when the legal profession is allowed to be judge and jury in its own cause. The ombudsman, Mr. Michael Mills, has no authority to examine complaints against the legal profession. The law is an ass, Charles Dickens wrote. Your number one vote can help put a saddle on it. Barbara Hyland wants an ombudsman for the legal profession. Vote number one, Barbara Hyland, the change that's better than the rest. And then everyone in Ireland has already benefited from my successful campaign against social injustice. Everyone in Ireland will benefit from the success of my campaign for legal justice and equality. Vote number one will ensure that success. Let Wicklow lead the way. The leaflet also has some newspaper uh, clippings um, uh, 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 from uh, her legal actions and, and dealings with um and dealings with the legal profession in 1991 a new bill um was brought forward in rules governing governing solicitors brought forward by i think uh, deputy uh, ray burke the, the bill um circulated by justice minister Ray Burke will be debated. Any amendments or changes to the bill are expected to be made at committee stages, At which solicitors, solicitors having strong representation in both houses of the Agoraktas, the interests of the profession should be well protect, protected. Among the provisions of the bill, widening the scope of complaints against solicitors to include negligent and shoddy work, restoration of powers to the law society to impose limited penalty, penalties on solicitors, allowing the incorporation of solicitors practices, allowing the establishment of multidisciplinary arrangements involving solicitors and other professionals, prohibition of ambulance chasing advertising by solicitors, while allowing advertising of charges, allowing the banks to provide conveyancing and probate services on the same basis as building societies have been permitted since 1989 allowing the law society to join with other bodies to provide common legal education and vocational training, allowing non practising barristers and solicitors in employment to act as conveyancers for their employers an easing of arrangements for former barristers who wish to be admitted as solicitors and preventing solicitors from deducting additional costs from damages awarded to clients without prior written knowledge, a provision for all solicitors to be covered by indemnity insurance the bill has been welcomed by a number of organizations including the national legal justice action group a body formed in 1986 by disgruntled clients of solicitors which has members all over the country donald keeley secretary of the group said the bill was long overdue he particularly welcomed the appointment of a legal ombudsman and the appointment of lay members to the disciplinary committee for too long solicitors have been the judge and jury of all legal matters. Members of our organisation who have had grievance against a solicitor have found it very difficult to find another member of the profession to handle the case if, if and when it comes to court. Our members are black in the face from writing to the incorporated law society and getting nowhere so we are delighted that some lay people will be involved in the disciplinary committee to represent the interests of the general public. Since the association was founded in 1986, we've received hundreds of of complaints from people all over the country on virtually every aspect of the work done by solicitors. We put up five candidates in the 1987 general election, at various meetings with the law society and even picketed the their offices to highlight our grievances he said this bill is very welcome and should put an end to suffering which people have had to endure at the hands of solicitors for far too long he added so there was new ombudsman and all the rest but it was a big step forward the group continued on um until the mid 90s before it kind of faded out thanks very much for listening and As ever, please subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. Thanks too to everybody who subscribes to the Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash election lit and more patrons are always welcome. Thanks.